0: By now, you probably know the story. There are some spies. They failed to pick up on a lesson that they should have from a previous episode. They go on a mission, and they come back with a, a report filled with flush and horror and fear about the Holy Land of Eretz Yisrael, a national hysteria, some crying for no reason, angering of the Almighty, a group of people that seek to do tshuva, to repent, and then go back into the land that end up being destroyed by the Amalekians, destroyed by those that are inhabiting the land currently. It fails miserably. The Parsha eventually culminates with the Parsha of Tzitzis, which seemingly gives off the understanding that Hashem has gifted us with this cloak that we can look at to inspire ourselves to refrain from sin, like, so suru acher levavchem is the point of tittis. that's pretty much parsha shalach, in a nutshell, skipping over a couple different mitzvos that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to us. But today, I'd like to deal with a very irking point. A point of, seems like, injustice. It seems, it was unfair. You see, the mission of these spies... Shalach Lecha an nashim was a mission that was doomed from the start. And if we, with the Almighty's help, can succeed in citing this problem, building up this issue, to show why it's really hard to understand, but then to grab a magnifying glass and clarify the topic, to zoom in and understand this fundamental truth, well then, Ezra's Hashem Yisbarach, we will discover, as Yeruchim tells us, this idea, this fundamental yesoid that is the difference between winning and losing, successful, avoid us Hashem, and failing to maximize our kochos. The idea it is a bit of a ripping off of a band-aid. It can be uncomfortable. It's not exactly immediately inspiring, but as we shall soon see, it is indeed the most inspiring and motivating idea. The irking issue... The problematic problem is as follows. Parsha Shlach begins with "Vayidab Erechem Moishe Lemor Shlach Licha." Send for yourself. Send if you please. Anoshim men liyassuru as eretz kenaan asher ani noysei levnei Yisrael ish echad ish echad lamatei avoysav tish lachu kol nasi vahem. I have told you that it's a good land, but send spies. After all, Rashi tells us. Shalach lecha means send because the Jewish people wanted spies. The Almighty had no interest in sending spies. In fact, He promised to His chosen people that the land is going to be good. They would succeed in this battle with the current inhabitants. Shalach lecha says, according to what you want, you want spies. Ani? I have not commanded you as such. if you would like. Shalach, then send. Shalach lecha for you. Levisha Bo Yisrael El continues with the story, some background information. The Jewish people, they surrounded Moshe. We would like to send people in front of us to do a recon mission. So Moshe went to talk to Hashem. Is this the right thing to do or not? Omar, Hashem responded, "I told you that the land is good. I took you out of Egypt, and I'm going to bring you to a good land." So concludes Rashi. Concludes Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Chayehem. By your lives, lahem I am going to give you a place to err, a spot to make a mistake, to become confused, to be tricked, to err because of the words of the spies in order that you do not conquer the land. End quote. and a gemara in Sota. The mission was doomed. Hashem said, I'm going to give you a spot to error. And the problem, at least it feels like, is it doesn't feel right. It's almost like how everyone asks on Paro, how could Hashem take away his free will? Yet here, you don't really see that question. It almost seems like Hashem gave them a mucklingly toast. He gave them spots to error. It's almost altering Bechira a little bit. Chayehem. By your lives, there's going to be spots that you're not going to be able to inherit the land, to take the land by force. And when you listen to the Ramban's question on Rashi, now you have some sources for the question. Rashi says that the sin of Shalach was the fact that they shouldn't have sent spies. They should have trusted in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the fact that Hashem said it's a good land. Seems like there was felt, it was missing, in bitachon in trust of Hashem. But the Ramban asks on him some brutal questions, and most notably that we find that great people have sent spies. Moshe Rabbeinu himself, Yehoshua, if you look in Nach, we've sent spies at times, and it seems like it's within the practical and normal hishtadlus what you're supposed to do. You send some soldiers ahead to check if it's a good place to travel to. So, this can't be the sin of Parashat Shalach. So now, what exactly did the Jewish people do that was so bad that Hashem said, I'm going to give you spots. It almost seems like on purpose. Spots to err, spots to mess up. They didn't even do anything wrong. What was the sin that led them to Hashem's response of Makom The answer, the ripping off of the band-aid, the exposure of the truth that can hurt at the beginning but gives us everything that we need to know is that really, in life, down here on planet Earth, there is no real shot at success by ourselves. Victory is not in our cards. The game is coded and wired against us. The Gemara and Kedushin says, on page thirty B, Lamed Ahmed Bez, Yitzra'ish shall Adam miskaber alof bechol yom umevakish hamiso. The Hora. he strengthens himself on a person every single day with new tactics. And when you think about practical life, you're walking home from Shul on Shabbos. Some new gentile installed a new light sensing. Contraption, that when you walk past it, the light turns on on Shabbos. And it's really impossible to constantly protect yourself from sin. Think about it. If you're to go daven at a minion, you'd love to pray to Hashem. You're reliant on the fact that you need a minion, unless you have some other special scenarios. Generally, we need a minion in order for the Almighty, for our Tefillos to reach up to the Kiseach Coven. You need 10 men. What if you live in a town and there ain't 10 men? It, it it's not totally in our control to be matzliach in all of the mitzvahs. The Chavetz Chaim, in fact, authored a Sefer on how to keep Pesach in a place that the Russian soldiers could not obtain matzah. At times in history, it was impossible to fulfill certain mitzvahs. And with the Yetzirah, his knowledge of us, it seems like his ability to set traps this wily nefarious foe, we have no hope. Psychologists often say that an individual isn't actually in control of his thoughts. The more one tries not to think about a pink elephant, the more one grabs on to the thought of a pink elephant. And at times, some things pop into our heads because of things that we have seen or thought about previously. But really, are we in total control Of our thoughts? Can we be asked, commanded to do something that seems impossible? This is what Chazal are getting at. That the Eitzahar is standing there setting traps and he seeks to destroy us. The game is not fair. The enemy does not play by the rules and all seems hopeless. There is one way. The path The Hatzolacha, the only route of success, it actually comes from the end of that Maimer Chazal, that Gemara in Kedushim that says, Yitzray shel Adom iskaber alav b'chol yaymum avakesh la'amiso that the Yitzhah or the Satan, he wants to destroy a person. How does that Gemara conclude? And if not... That the Almighty helps a person, it is an effort in futility, it's hopeless. What do we see? What does it say? That if Hashem helps us, we have a chance. If we can enable some Siata d'shmaya, some divine aid and assistance, then we got a shot. There's hope. So now, what's left for us to discover is how to bring down the Siata Dishmaya. How do we get the help? We need Hashem's aiding and abetting of our avidus Hashem. It is impossible without it. So what to do? Chazal inform us of the only way to in fact bring down divine assistance from heaven. And thank God, Chazal indeed give us the answer. They tell us how to bring the divine assistance. It comes from a Gemara in multiple places. You can find the entire of the Gemara, Masecht Yuma, daf Lamad Ches, Amad Aleph, thirty-eight A. The Gemara says, "Amur Chazal, ha'ba l'taher, someone who comes to purify himself, Messiahin oso." In some Gersos it says, "Ha'ba Litaher, one who comes to purify himself in his life, Messiahin oso." The Almighty helps him; they help him in heaven to enable this purification process. Ha'ba. Or, ba, one who comes, litame, to make himself impure, postchenlo, then they open those doors as well. What do we see? We see a way. We see the light at the end of the tunnel. If we can become ha ba litaher, people who are coming to purify, Hashem helps us. And when we zoom in and we peel apart and do surgery on this maimir chaza for every word is precious, and gold, we find that the words used for the person coming to sin, letame himself, and the word used for when a person is coming to purify himself, are different. The one who came to purify himself is haba Litaher, then it is messayin. They help. But when it comes to the sin, then it's just poschenlov. God does not enable, he does not help a person to sin. No. God opens those doors. It's well known. We live in a free world. So in the path to the place that a person wants to get to, one can go. They guide you. That's just, you have free will down here. That's what it's all about. So if one does choose to look for sin, those doors will be opened for him. And even just so you should know, some extra chesed from Hashem. At times, He does even deter you and prevent you from sinning as we find by Bilam, who was going to sin. But Hashem still sent impediments and stumbling blocks to prevent the sin, even for somebody that's not Jewish. Hashem does not desire sins even by the Gentiles. post God opens those doors. But Messiah in Lo Leka. But helping the sin? No, no, no. That is only for someone who is Habal et who is coming to purify himself, who is a steiger who wants to grow. Rebbe, I want to learn. That's the guy who gets the much needed, the only way, messiah inlo, divine assistance from above. And listen to this. Rabbeinu Yonah, Perak Dalad, Mishnah Bez. The Mishnah tells us in Masech of us, ratz lo mitzvah kala kebach A man, a person, an individual should run after a light mitzvah, a mitzvah that we see to be not holding the same significance as one of those super heavy, intense, serious mitzvahs. He should run after the light ones the same way that he runs after the way we see serious ones. Rabinu Yona goes off telling us how the reason is is because when a person decides to do a mitzvah, that's a b'china. That is a small manifestation of ha-ba'o l'taher. He's coming to do good. And that brings down residual and self-building, a snowball effect of divine assistance. And one mitzvah, it leads to another mitzvah. This realm and world of the impossible, which we cannot control. The place where we could walk into motion sensor set lights on Shabbos, there is the flip side of that, which is that we just stumble upon mitzvos. A mace mitzvah. You can stumble, I mean, God forbid, no one should stumble on a mace mitzvah, but if you do, the mitzvah is nairah of ayom. It takes a lot of quote-unquote luck from above to stumble upon a mitzvah of that caliber. So rots mitzvah kalah to build this residual divine assistance. Haba'o litaher is the avoyda of a mensh. This all comes from the great mirror mashkiyach rabbi The entire service of a man, of a mensh, of an individual is to be someone who is said about him. Haba'o He knows about himself. I'm coming to purify myself. I want to get better for Rebbe. I want to learn. So we have ripped the band-aid off. Life is impossible without divine aid. And how can that be used, be a way that we can start to pull more of it from above? By being people who are that are purifying themselves. And now we can take this and apply it to this Rashi. We can understand everything now sings like a song. That when Hashem said to the Jewish people that Chayehem you your alive, Shaani no Sain Makom Litos. God is not hardening anyone's heart, taking away Bechira. It's exactly what the words say. That there are spots to err. Because life itself is impossible to be Matsliach unless you have siyata Deshmaya. And I said, don't go. You should have trusted me. If you would have gone with the Almighty, things would have been peachy keen and hunky dory. It would have been a seamless takeover. Weapons would not have even been needed. But you decided. So yeah, send if you please. But if you go without Hashem, then you're going on a bumpy, cobblestone road. You're going to hit every single pothole on the way in chayehem by your lives. Of course, it's it. It's obvious, that there's going to be spots to make a mistake. For without siyata de we are doomed. What's truly eye-opening is that the Ramban tells us that these Anoshim, these spies, were Klal Yisrael's most robust, spiritually charged, and healthy Talmidei Chachamim and righteous rabbis, the men who were fit for the job, our greatest soldiers. And yet still we see that without Siyata Dishmaya, indeed, they fell prey to all of the Makomos Litoos, all the different spots to err. It's really inspiring, though. We have our marching orders. We know that we are not commanded on results. Results are impossible. Sometimes things are out of our control. But what we can do, what we are responsible and achroi for in our avoidance Hashem is to be people who are seeking to purify themselves, to become better and more kadosh. And you know, there's a famous line we say in yeshivos, and yeshivas around the world all know it. It's that it's not enough to want to want. You can't be someone that says, I wish that I wanted to learn Torah. You have to be someone that really wants to learn. Rebbe, I want to learn. That person, when that desire, it transfers into action, to will, to real, opening up of the books and opening up of one's mind to the Torah concepts. You see this when you look around. There are individuals, that they graduate from the regular level of wanting to want and turn themselves into Habalitaher. They're actually acting and coming towards Kedusha. They actually throw something away that they wish that they could throw away, as opposed to just wanting to want to get rid of it. They actually schedule. A study session with the Rav, with a the Chavrusa. They actually start to learn to learn about trust in the Almighty, or they actually start to learn and to learn about Lash and Hora. They actually take the step and steig into. And you know what happens then? We all see it. Something weird happens. They become inspired, infused. They turn into superheroes of Kedusha because they have been infected. They have been completely overtaken by Kedusha, by divine intervention of spiritual and heavenly assistance. Messiah, lo, help from heaven, Chazal tell us. If Rashi and Ramban didn't say this, then we could never say such a thing. But it comes out that the Miraglim, the spies, They went on this recon mission by themselves. Shalach Lecha, send if you please. They went without HaKadosh Baruch So they were doomed. It's just eventually going to happen because life without Seyat HaDishmaya is hopeless. Our job, our lesson is to be mentioned, to be people, to be individuals that are haboletahir, that are coming constantly evermore to search for purity, to be metahir, our lives, to then be zoha, to the assistance that we need that will help us to cut through the red tape of life and the impossible traps of the Yetzirah to be springboarded, to have a fast pass to become the first person who gets to jump on board of the life of siyata Deshmaya, of help from heaven, to be zoicha with this only way that we can possibly fulfill our job in life. Just remember Habalataher, Messiah Noso, Ubolatame Poshano. If you're coming to purify yourself, to live a good life, to become and to do what is morally right and just, you will get help. It will work. You will get the assistance you need. But if you come looking for sin, not interested in what is proper, then many different, not good, inappropriate, doors will open for you. Yitzray shel is iskaber alav b'chol yom. The Sahara, He sets traps. He tries to overpower us every single day and he wants to kill us, to destroy us. However, the ilmole hakadosh baruchu ein ain lo. But if not for the Almighty's divine assistance in siyata Dishmaya, we would never make it. But if we are habo'o we are seeking purity, we then merit the siyata Dishmaya and the divine assistance that we so badly need.